Picking up on the bottom line of Mem Zayin Amad Aleph, we have the second uh, scenario, Mashur B'Shem Namishcha versus the Maru B'Gadim. The Kohen Gadol traditionally, when he was uh, appointed uh, to begin this, a Kohen Gadol, would Mashur B'Shem Namishcha, he would get anointed with the special anointing oil, which was used to appoint a new Kohen Gadol, and also Meruba B'Gadim. Up till now as a Kohen, he had been wearing four priestly vestments. As the Kohen Gadol, he puts on all eight, and those are things that only the Kohen Gadol does. So let's say you have a fellow who was um, anointed with the oil versus one who was only uh, anointed with the, or not when she anointed, appointed by wearing the Shemani Gadim. In other words, he never had the oil. Who is the, uh, so to speak, more important one that would not become Tame for a mace mitzvah, the two of them were walking along the road. The Meshuach B'Shem and is Adif. Why? Now they're basically the same, but there is one difference, and that's going to make all the difference for us. The Ilu the Meshuach B'Shem he, if he does an Avera, he does like a mistaken uh, psak for himself. Uh, normally, the type of Avera that a regular person would bring a Chatzis for, he brings a special. Par, a special bull. So the Beshem Mishra may be par haba al kol ha mitzvahs, ve'ilu the maruba begadim, the Kohen Gadol who's serving as Kohen Gadol, but never had the anointing oil, ain maybe doesn't bring it, and therefore he's the one who should become Tame, not the Mashuach with the Shemana Mishra. Kama. A third scenario. We had underlined these four words. Mashuach b'sha'avar and a maruba begadim. Occasionally you would have a Kohen Gadol who had been anointed with anointing oil, and he's no longer serving as Kohen Gadol. Traditionally, they would probably serve until they passed away. Whatever reason, this fellow is not serving anymore. Uh, and the Maru Begadim is another fellow who is serving as a Kohen Gadol who did not have the anointing oil. And the two of them are walking along, and it's a, de- a deserted road in the middle of nowhere, and there's a Mace Mitzvah. Who's the one who is going to become Tameh and deal with the Mace Mitzvah? Maru Begadim Adif. The one who had the Maru Begadim is... Um, considered the holier one, and the other one will be the one to become Tameh, de Meru Begadim Avid The Meru Begadim, although we didn't have the anointing, is still the main main man in the base of Migdash who does the, he does the Avoda. Like, especially Yom Kippur, he does all the Avoda. Ve'ilu the Mashuach Sha'avar, when it comes to the one who truly had the anointing oil, but he's no longer serving as Kohen Gadol, Lav Bar Avoda, who he's no longer doing Avoda. Kama, a fourth scenario. If you have a Kohen Gadol who is no longer serving because he has carry had a certain uh, emission, um, a flow that came from him which made him tame, and therefore he is uh, temporarily out of service to uh, be able to serve in the base of Mikdash. And another uh, possibility is a Kohen Let's say he, de- he developed a mum, um, so he's not serving because of that. So uh, who is the one in our Mace Mitzvah scenario who would become uh, Tami and who wouldn't? The Avar Machmas Kiruya Yezadif, the Kohen Gadol, who is not serving right now because he's Tame, uh, would be the uh, preferred to not become Tame. De'ilu hai, chazila the guy who's got a, a carry, um, whatever he has to do to take care of that, he'll go to uh, mikvah, he'll do whatever other things he has to do, but he's fine to serve the next day. Vilu avar machmas mumo, a guy who, let's say, I don't know, Lolenu had a leg chopped off, so he's now a balmum, lo chazil avoda, would not uh, be fitting to do the avoda, and he's the one who would see to the meis mitzvah. Now those were all statements. Here now the Gemara asks, uh, this would be the fifth and last uh, uh, scenario, Ibai the Mashuach Melchama, 
uh, versus the Sagan Heminai Wadif. You have the Kohen Gadol. The Kohen Gadol is the uh, head honcho chief Kohen. The Mashuch Melcham is a special Kohen who's also anointed, but his purpose is to lead the Jewish people out to war. He's known as the Mashuch Melchama. There's another who's called the Sagan. <coughs> He's kind of like the deputy Kohen Gadol. He's there, and, and we, we see him most prominently in like Yom Kippur, that if the currently serving Kohen Gadol, something happens to him, like becomes Tomei, the Sagan will step in and do the Avoda. So, Heiminayu Adif, which one of the two of them is considered uh, the one who would better for them to remain uh, not Tamei Meis? So, uh, is it the Mashuach Melchama Adif, the Chazim Melchama, he's fitting to lead the Jewish people out to war, and that's very important. Odilmar, or maybe the Sagan is Adif, because even though currently the Sagan's not doing Avodah, but since he's like sort of next in line, should anything happen to the Kohen Gadol, he, he steps right in, the Chazila Avodah. So, which one is, uh, takes precedence? Well, Tashma, come in here, Desanya, the following two and a half line Brisa, which, uh, definitively answers our question, says the, uh, Tanaic source, Ain Bain, there's no difference between a Mashuach Melchama versus the Sagan Ella, Sheim Halchuma Halchim Bederach. Oh, look at this. What's the scenario? If they're both walking along the road and it's sort of like a deserted road, Umatso, Meis Mitzvah, and oh my goodness, there's a Jew and he's dead. Who should be the one to become Tame and deal with this uh, deceased person and bring him properly to burial? Yitame the Mashuach Melchama, Val Yitame the Sagan. And therefore, if the Sagan is the one who should not become Tame, the Sagan is Adif. That's the end of the Brisa, period. The problem is, one second, Vahatanya, we have a Brisa that seems to indicate that the Sagan is not Adif. Rather, this Brisa says, Mashuach Melchama, Kodim la Sagan. The Mashuach Melchama takes precedence over the Sagan. Sounds like the Mashuach Melchama is Adif. So which way is it? Well, Amr Marzutra, there's two issues which are being discussed. The second Brisa, which says the Mashuach Melchama, is, so to speak, uh, more important. That's Le'inyan Hech Imagine if uh, two uh, Kohanim, one's a Mashuach Melchama, one's a Sagan, and, and uh, they, they, they both need uh, help uh, to be able to live, give them food, support them. Uh, which one, if you could only support one, is more important? That's Le'ach the Mashuach Melchama is Adif. The Kohen who had been anointed to lead the Jewish people out to war is the more important one, if you can only uh, support and sustain one. My What's the reason? Well, the Talubei Rabbim. Basically, the, the whole population is dependent on him, like he's the one who leads him out to war. However, the Indian Tuma, I squiggle underline the word Tuma, that would correspond to the squiggle underlined word Hecheyose, which is the first word on the previous line. The Indian Tuma, the Sagan is Adif. When it comes to uh, one of them becoming Tame, oh no, no, the Sagan is the one you want to keep from becoming Tame. Desanya, like we see in the following. Two line plus two word brisa. Rebchaninas ben antikinus aimer lama tiknu sagan lekohen gadol. Why did they institute this concept of a kohen gadol in waiting, a vice kohen gadol? Well, sheim ye eira by psul hariu nichnas umishamish tachtav. That if a psul something happens, uh, making the uh, regular kohen gadol unable to do his uh, service, hare nichnas umishamish tachtav. So this replacement is there and ready to go, and therefore it's really important that he, this replacement, potential replacement kohen gadol, not become tame. Semicolon. Okay, says the Gemara now, Adkan Kohen Gadol, the Nazir. So, up until this point, the whole issue was, the main issue in the uh, Mishnah was, you have uh, Mr. Kohen Gadol and Mr. Nazir going along Kiazi, Bahadi uh, Hadadi, along with each other on the road. Which one is the one that would uh, see to the mace? 
How about if it's just one of them going along a desolate road? Aval chad, chad lechude, it's pretty clear that whichever that one is, if there's only one, bar itzmuye inun, they are fitting to become tam. In other words, they have to take care of the mace mitzvah, even if it's just an azur, even if it's just a kohen gadol. Where do we know that from? Menahani mili. Well, titan rabbanon. More brings a brisa here. This brisa goes conveniently to the last word on the page. And it's uh, the discussion by the Kohen Gadol. Where do we know the Kohen Gadol will be Metame himself to take care of a Mace Mitzvah? And on Mem Chesed Aleph, which we'll get to in the next year, in the middle of the page, right in the middle of the Yamud, first word on line is Ulezivasam. It says after that, Ashkechan. So we've now found the Kohen Gadol, the concept of the Kohen Gadol. If he chants upon a mace, mace mitzvah, he takes care of it. Nazar minalan, and that's where we will see where do we know that the Nazar is uh, mitama himself for a mace mitzvah. So let's go back to where we were, about seven, eight lines up from the bottom by the Kohen Gadol. The Braisa says, Tanarabban, we bring a Pasuk in Chafalef, and it says, Al kol nafshais mace lo yavoy. Uh, regarding the Kohen Gadol, for any uh, deceased souls, he may not uh, come in and participate. And the Pasuk uh, continues, for his father or his mother, he cannot become Tameh. Okay, now, when it said, the first part of the Pasuk that we quoted in the Braissa, what is the Pasuk referring to over there? Like, which Navshais Mace? If it's just Stam non relatives, well, Kava Chaymerhu, like, like, of course, the Kohen Gadol can't become Tami Tumas Mace for them. As follows, Ma a Kohen Hedrud, even just a regular Kohen, Shehumi Tame Le Kroivim, he can become Tame for close relatives. Yet, Einoi Metame Le Rechoikim is not to become Tame for non relatives. Then the Kohen Gadol, Shehumi Metame Le Kroivim, we already know he cannot become Tame for even close relatives who pass away. Einoi did, not all the more so, Shehumi Metame Le Rechoikim. Ella, it must be, and this is the opening phrase that we had in this uh, Bryce about five lines ago, when it said, That's talking already about close relatives. Really? Well, then, when the puzzle continues and says, For his father and mother, we just said close relatives. So, what do we do with Aviv? That we already know he can't be come tell me for his father. So then when the Pasuk says la'aviv, which apparently then is superfluous, it's to teach us the following. For his father, no. Ha, that he could be mitamehu. Oh, lemes mitzvah. squealing on the mes mitzvah. That if Mr. Kohen Gadol is walking along and there's no one along with him and he sees a deceased Jew, he would, yes, uh, take care of that uh, deceased Jew, even though it would make him, Mr. Kohen Gadol, tame tumas mes. That's the end of the brisa. And uh, now we did say that there were two phrases in the puzzle. One was la'aviv and the other one was le'imai. So on the top line, mem chesam aleph, and at this we're going to uh, pause for today. Le'imai, why do you need the word le'imai? It's more like we just said the previous phrase is already talking about all close relatives. So le'imai is le'gzeira shava. We need that for le'gzeira shava, which we'll see le'kedet rebi desanya imir tashem next year. Adkan.